Alrighty, and welcome to your daily game face. I am Dr. Kim Lannon. Lou, that was bad. Thank you for cueing me in. I, I said, here we go. I know, but I, you said, here we go. And I had, no, forget it. I was cleaning my glasses. <laughs> you and I have such a lovely life <laughs> together. You're going to show up late. Be ready when you show up late. Oh, <laughs> listen to me. Is, what did I say? Duncan? No, don't be picking on Duncans. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Duncan, actually. It was the people in the line at Duncan. Oh, really? It was the 12 people deep that... Did you do counter or drive-through? Oh, I never go in. Oh, yeah. Because that's even longer. But there's, there should be a limit on drive throughs Because there's there should be a limit on how many people can go in and have drive-through at the same time because they split the difference, and then they have the same amount of staff trying to do both. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, but if you're going for the whole office... Get out of the drive-through. Exactly. This is Get that. Remember the days the when that yep. used to be the thing. Yep. <clears throat> right. But yeah, that was the thing is that you could tell that people were definitely ordering a lot, you know. So anyway, regardless, we're and starting you, late today get... because I was stuck in the Dunkin' Donuts line for my coffee. Then you're watching a guy three cars ahead of you, and they're handing him things one at a time. Yep. And he's handing them back. And he's handing them back. <laughs> this isn't what I wanted. Right. Yeah. Right. Or it doesn't have enough whatever. I'm trying to earn a living here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So good morning. Good morning. First off, I would like to thank you. Thank you. Not you. But thank. <laughs> Why not me? Well, you know, you're not really part of it. <laughs> but I would like to thank the large amount of well-wishers and lovely human beings who have actually give a crap <laughs> about. And I'm not being I'm being serious. Yeah. I, I, they actually give a crap. You know, they give care, they give love, they give compassion, which surprised me, not because of the people who they are, but so many people actually sent cards and flowers and lovely messages to me mm -hmm. and John over the past two weeks since yeah. our lovely little boy has passed. Mm -hmm. And um, it's still been very hard. Um, the house is very different. And um, uh, the outpouring of people and then the very weird coincidental like series of people I bumped into over the past two weeks that have had recent losses of the same sort really, or yeah. really at the same time, like, like two days later or two days before, or so it was weird. I don't know. It's, you know, it's cosmic karma in a, you know, not in a bad way, but in a good way, like yep. that all these people like landed in my path. So anyway, so beautiful cards and flowers and little gifties and mementos and all kinds of things that have come our way. Um, I just thank people very much for that. That's my first thank you. Season of gratitude because Thanksgiving, okay. right? Yep. So it's the theme. Then second, um, I got several lovely off-the-cuff wonderful donations from my quick blurb last week for the fact that I am running the the, the Boston Marathon, um, the 128th running of the Boston Marathon and my 10th in a row this year. And I do run for charity and mm -hmm. I run for an amazing charity that gives back to 25 charities. So we're like a pass-through charity. We give millions of dollars away every year. Mm -hmm. I get to go and help actually pass out the money when it happens every May, June. Um, and so I'm running again and I'm trying to raise ten thousand dollars so i'm doing squares um for the super bowl um and people donated and i'm so happy so i'm i'm any little bit counts i don't care but if you would like a square which helps me get there faster um they're a hundred dollars a piece there's a hundred squares um and there's four different prizes and lou's just posted up on the um, comment section my link to go directly there to donate um but i'm asking people to help me out because i have you know 
to get there quicker helps me train faster just when it gets that monkey off my back um, because it's a lot of work and I've learned finally in my 10th year I finally learned that if I do it before January 1st my training goes much easier <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm asking people to help me get there fast um, so $100 um, you know if you do two squares it certainly gives you more chances to win at the Super Bowl yep. I'll pay out um, different prizes at every quarter my big prize is a weekend uh, getaway at a beautiful inn up in New Hampshire, the inn on Golden Pond, um, the area where the inn, the Golden on Golden Pond, the movie was filmed. If you're this old like me and you, <laughs> famous movie with Easy. Jane yeah. Fonda. <laughs> Um, and it's beautiful and it's a bed and breakfast and it's a gorgeous inn and a fantastic chef uh, and owners. And then also it has a gift card that goes in for dinner on the in-between night of the weekend for Walter's Basin. So there's one of them. And then I have some four other payouts as well for the quarters um, that I'll announce as I go. But that's the big one because mm -hmm. it's there's no cash value. I, I've learned that too, that I, I've been giving out cash every year um, as, you know, and this year instead of I'm not offering a cash option because yep. it takes away from the charity. Yep. So I'm getting pe people who have been lovely sponsors and donating to me. I'm giving back by doing that instead. Nice. So, um, so please, please, please help me out and go there. And I will be promoing this as much as I can until I get to the point and you won't have to li listen to me talk about it. If I get there fast, <laughs> <laughs> um, good morning, B. Um, so, so there's the, the second thing. So I'm very, um, thankful to all the people that already jumped on and did do that last week. And I was thankful and surprised and so thankful. Um, anyway, so keep it coming y'all. When's the distribution event? You guys have an event at, at uh, Gillette. Every oh, year. we do. Um, it's different dates. Well, some years we've done it in June and so last year we did it in May. So it just depends on when they decide we do it at Gillette. I wonder it, who's going to be there. <laughs> Stop. I don't know. You know, well, Bob Craft and Josh Craft are always at this event. Yep. Yep. Bob will be there. What? Bob will be and Andre, there. And Andre Tippett is always there. Andre will be there. Yep. Well, he's in charge of this particular charity. Mm -hmm. So if everyone knows who Andre Tippett is, yep. he's there. Um, but enough of you. Me. <laughs> Enough with you. Don't pick on the Patriots. I'm not picking on them. Just let it go. Just close your eyes and pretend it's not happening. And it's okay. No, it's go into denial. I'm happy. It's just kind of sad. I know. So but, you know, things have to change. This is what happens. I mean, yeah. things go in cycles. And people, you know, I mean, people are beating up on poor Mac Jones and poor Bill Belichick. And, like, as if, like, as if Bill's never produced anything. Come on right. now. So, like, I just, every time someone says it, I'm like, seriously? Like, give the man a break. You know me. Nobody loves Bill more than I do. I know. I know. But so that's what I'm saying. But George, uh, you know, Lombardi was a great coach. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to hire him now either. Well, I mean, right. So yeah. there could be many cases of why we wouldn't want to have certain people in doing certain things after a certain point. <laughs> Just sad I arrived at this point. I, I understand. I find it tough. I understand. Yeah. So the other thing I was going to say before I jump into, we're going to talk turkey today. Oh. talking turkey mm -hmm. um is that it's my lovely 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 friend heather who listens to the show along with all of her lovely nurse and doctors at 
place where she works mm -hmm. at a lovely cancer. And I lovely, lovely is on my mind today and a lovely cancer center that they do great work at. Um, it's her birthday. Oh, and she's my, birthday. she's my cousin's wife, but I call her my cousin. Um, she's one of my besties and it's her birthday today. So happy birthday, my love. I just saw the post. Yeah. And happy birthday. And I'm very excited for her to have a lovely day. I think birthdays in the middle of the week are hard. So she and I are going to celebrate her birthday after Thanksgiving when I get back from space. <laughs> I won't be here next week. Just for everybody's knowledge, you'll yep. be hearing a repeat. Yep. <laughs> for the first time in my life, I'm not doing a show. Have we? We missed a show, didn't we? Mm. Didn't we miss one? No, we, we missed one. No, we, you've been good. We did a makeup. We did it. We didn't miss. We missed the day, but we did a makeup on the week. Yeah. Okay. But this time, I was like, with the passing of my little mush and everything else, I'm like, you know what? I'm not squeezing it in. It's just me time now. Yep. So, um. Anyway, so let's talk turkey. Okay. It's Thanksgiving and all these things to be thankful for, right? And, um, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. At least this time. Toss that okay, out. so I want to, I last year, I went back and reviewed my show from last year and listened. And I'm like, okay, so I want to change it up a little bit just because it's going to be similar but different. Okay. okay, so first of all, the whole thing, good morning, Faith from Wellington, Florida. Yes. Hi, Faith. Um, People often talk to me about like their family stuff and going to Thanksgiving. We can talk about that. That's fine. But one of the things I like to talk about, obviously, is health and wellness around food and and drinking and not just drinking alcohol, but like sugar drinks and yep. all kinds of other stuff. So those kinds of things. Now, if you saw my post yesterday and you follow me on Facebook in general, you know, I put up the the nondescript whoever's burger is from pick your pick your poison <laughs> fast food restaurant, right? Yep. About like the, you know, the American diet gets the American diseases. And I, I had all these like flurry of things going through my mind about like, of course, like how many things. Good morning, Le Leanne, right? Yep. Um, so the flurry of things in my head about like how much uh, that creates a mental, emotional state of of unrest in your body when you eat like that now that's what people underestimate and 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 that's the thing is it's not just the food and how what it does to your actual like physical body like looking wise and then to your actual organs it's actually how it makes you feel so when we're talking about thanksgiving um besides the fact that people don't realize that on thanksgiving day you can you can put in anywhere from five to 10,000 calories in your body without even realizing it just by snacking and then eating the meal and snacking in between and then having desserts and picking and snack. Like yep. it's right. So, and people are blown away. And last year, people, when I talked about this said, no way. And then went out and did it, came back to my office and were like, oh my God, Kim, I must have had like 12,000 calories. Yeah. And it got me thinking last night again, because at some point over the past few days, I've been out to a restaurant that loves to put like, you know, the numbers, the calorie numbers yeah. on. And there were those bastards. 14 <laughs> items. <laughs> there were 14 items. Here I am at the restaurant counting them, right? Yep. There are 14 items on the menu that are just the dinners alone that are the caloric intake is 2,600 calories or 2,100 to 2,600 calories just for the dinner alone, wow. not including an appetizer, not including plus, right. That's more than your daily allowance for a man or a woman wow. for just one meal. That's not including dessert. That's not include Right. So people get so flabbergasted when I say you can hit 10,000 calories on a, on a Thanksgiving and they're like, no way. Yeah. Because when you go out to certain restaurants, which is a lot of them, you don't realize that when you order something, you know, just cause it says salad, <laughs> 
I know. Just because it says salad and has lettuce in it does not mean it is healthy, right? A salad it does not consist of of croutons, bacon bits, <laughs> ranch dressing, um, you know, Southwest whatever in it, and guacamole. Yep. It just doesn't. That's not Those a dried salad. cranberries. That's I mean, all the sugar in those are, things. Right. Yeah. They're delicious, but they're oh, sugar, yeah, they're right? Great. And everyone thinks, well, it's fine. It's, well, because it's, it's a salad. Well, no, yeah. it's because it says salad. Salad. Salad is the key word there that is the misnomer of, of crazy yeah. in that, right? So um so so going back to the fact that I'm asking people for their mental health and their wellness. People always come back to me the week after Thanksgiving saying, Oh God, I feel like shit. Right. Yep. And it lingers for a couple of days. You know, it's like a hangover. It's a food hangover. You know, my God rest his soul. My friend Billy used to be like comatose for days afterwards. He'd be like, oh, my God. But he'd still go back to the kitchen and eat more, yep. you know, because that's what people do. You know, yep. it's Thanksgiving. You have the leftovers. And you have the turkey sandwiches and you have the turkey open face and you put this, you know, and you eat scoops of potato, whatever you do. Yeah. So. You know, people overindulge on the making of the foods for the special holidays. They go above and beyond, which, you know, in my house, I've been trying to make sure it's like a normal dinner. You know, I might make a display, but I try to make it as normal as possible. So I'm not doing an overdue because the foods themselves already have a packed punch of stuff. So when when we first talk about turkey, I actually am talking turkey is because I have not talked about the tryptophan effect. Right now, tryptophan has a bad rap because people think it's turkey. Protein-rich foods, protein-rich meats, have tryptophan in it. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? I did not. Right. So it's not just turkey. It's chicken. I assumed it was more than turkey. But right. Yeah. So, but turkey gets a bad rap for it because, yeah. right, and it gets a negative rap for it. And it's not all negative. Tryptophan actually, first of all, it's it's found in higher, rich, rich higher, richer proteins. So chicken and turkey, I'll pick on them for mm -hmm. a bit. And and. It's not just, it's not the dark meat. It's actually in the breast meat, the white breast meat of the turkey. It actually has a little bit more per, per punch than, than your thigh, your leg, whatever. Yep. Um, and there's a downside to it. Obviously, it can make you really tired because the more you eat of it, the more tired you get yep. or the more bleh, that feeling. But it has a gut brain microbiome connection because it's a regulator it's a precursor because it's an amino acid that's what tryptophan is and there's like 21 um 21 different amino acids in the body i think that's what 21 um but tryptophan is the precursor to serotonin and serotonin is your mood regulator mm -hmm. and so for people that don't realize that when you eat protein rich foods and you have tryptophan it's in your gut giving you an amino acid that's pushing your serotonin or it's draining your serotonin. So it's depleting it or it's revving it up and then it's making you feel a mood, yep. right? So when people eat it, they might feel really happy or they might feel really yummy and all the wonderful things, but then it's like, it's the crash. And oftentimes people say it's the sugar crash or it's this other thing because you've eaten all these. It's hard to tell on Thanksgiving because yeah. <laughs> you have so much stuff, right? That you're eating. And then a lot of times people are eating you know, you, you have the stuffing and the stuffing has other meats in it. So yep. you've got more tryptophan in the meats and you've got the turkey inside the dressing and you've got the, um, you know, if they make another, you know, someone makes a different salad that has more, it, you've got a lot of input going into your gut biome, which is creating serotonin or depleting serotonin. And that is your mood regulator. And it goes right to your frontal lobe and it makes you blah. So when you're adding in multiple different sources into the gut biome, or the gut microbiome, you're actually moving your emotional health 
all day long. And then when you're adding in heavier, you know, if you're eating several pounds of food and then you're adding in that heavier, richer um, potatoes, squash, um, ambrosia salad, again, salad does not mean healthy, <laughs> yeah. right? Ambrosia salad is like, okay, yeah, not, not healthy. Um, everyone loves it. I'm, I don't, but you know, put pineapples and marshmallow and fluff and crap together. <laughs> yeah. Expect, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but you so you have this whole thing with with tryptophan um, that people really should know that actually it's fine. It's just a matter of the level of how much you eat of it and then the combo pack of what you're eating with yep. it or on top of it or around it. Right. Because it makes you very emotionally unstable at times. And then you add in alcohol or you add in sugared beverages. Like people drink Shirley Temples or they drink, you know, non even the non-alcoholic um, fun drinks now that people are doing the mocktails, the sugar going yeah. in, when you combine the sugars with the protein, with the tryptophan, with the high fat, with the salt, you've got to, it's like your brain's going, wait a second, what am I doing? So it's emotionally like a roller coaster all Thanksgiving. So I'm asking people to really think about what you're, you know, you have emotional stuff going on anyways on Thanksgiving, because usually you're getting together with family who are emotional. You're getting together with people who are um, healthy, yep. not healthy, somewhere in between. Then you got good eaters. You got eaters who are like going to overindulge. You've got people who push your buttons. There's triggers like, and then you have the food. So go to where you can control for yourself. And that was what came out of last week's show when I talked a little bit about this is where do I have control? <laughs> where do I have control? And I'm like, well, you don't have control over other people, but you do have control over your own, right. um, what you're putting in your body and how you're maintaining yourself. And so I think of it like a marathon that if you can um, front load a couple days before with lots of water, lots of clean eating, you know, being calorie, calorie normal, calorie yep. healthy, calorie deficited even, you know, in terms of like instant, you know, you're going to go up in those calories. Um, I tend to stay exactly at my calories. I do not go over. I stay at my set. Now I had one client a couple weeks ago say, I get the impression, even though you say you don't count calories, you count calories. I don't count calories. I just know what the calories are. So right. I know, I just know where my levels are and where I get my calories from. So I don't eat predominantly all stuffing and potatoes. I eat all the proteins and the vegetables that are not junk. Mm -hmm. So if you're having carrots, you don't sugar glaze them in if unless you want to do it like in a little honey, but you don't sugar glaze them and baste them in, you know, cinnamon sugar. And all, like you just don't do that unless you want to feel sick. Um, you know, there's ways to have your your dinner or your Thanksgiving meal and your all your treats around it without going crazy. Now, you know, I, I tell most of my clients, I have a lot of clients that are trying to maintain weight loss. Yep. <laughs> so I in this get this time of year gets them really hard. So I say, you've got to really maintain like around your 1200 calorie mark. Um, so that means you're 300 calories in the morning and you're 300 calories in the afternoon. And then if you want to do, you know, your remaining 600, you know, that's what you do. So that means, do you want dessert? Do you want, like, you know, it depends, right? Now, not everyone stays in the 1200 calorie mark. You can go up to 1800, but when you're going over 2000 and 2200 and 2400 and so you're starting to mess with that microbiome in the gut and it's going to make you dysregulate emotionally because you're not going to feel good. And when you get uncomfortable in your body, it changes your personality. It changes yeah. the way you interact with people. And so 
it's not just people and coming together and personalities. It's actually what you're putting in your body to rev it up. And then when people add in the alcohol, yeah. <laughs> that's the tipper. Like that's the cliff yeah. drive, right? Or if people haven't eaten enough and then they add that in and that's going to mess with your, your gut microbiome too, because it's, it's off centering the GABA, your GABA receptors are another neurotransmitter, just like serotonin. And that's for your anxiety. If you're doing that, it makes it feel like, oh, you're, you're, you're feeling more calm, but that's, you know, two drinks, three drinks. But then after that, you're yeah. over the edge. And then now you've got the, whatever the frictions were, whatever the, you've got liquid courage. Now you've yeah. got other things. Um, and so people are more likely to say things that they don't want to say or let loose and then eat more because, or they eat more because they're stressed out because there's triggers in the environment that are other people. Right. So, you know, and it's, and it's really not healthy to, it's not healthy brain wise to overindulge and just eat to eat. So if you're just hand to mouth constantly, I know people, you know, I know people that if there's food in front of them, they're, they're just constantly yep. picking in that is, you know, mindless eating. It creates mindless, um, energy waste in terms of emotional output. Um, it makes people feel really bad about themselves and not able to maintain, you know, just kind of an emotional stable level. So, um, I go ahead. I know we talked about this last year, I think, right. but I don't think you should go to Thanksgiving. Like you don't go to the grocery store hungry. You don't go to Thanksgiving hungry. Right. Pre-game it. Right. That's what I was saying. So yeah. you pre-game the couple days before. I mean the, the morning. Right. Well, so you pre-game yeah. a couple days before. So to that point, so healthy eating, nice and clean, as clean as you can be, right? If you're not used to that, I don't care to start, <laughs> but clean, clean, clean. If it's a salad, that means it doesn't have any, any mayonnaise dressing. It doesn't have any cream dressings. It's, it's balsamic. It's light. It's no oil or light oil. It's, it's vegetables, maybe a little grilled chicken, a little grilled salmon, maybe some shrimp. I don't care. Just protein. Right. And then, um, and then stay away from uh, like heavy bread. Don't do bread. Don't mm. do cookies. Don't do crackers. Don't do cheese. Those are your fillers. Those are the big, you know, monkeys on your back. So if you go in a couple of days, nice and clean, lots of water and you come into Thanksgiving, do not go to dinner and having starved yourself all right. day. Even if your dinner's at three o'clock or four o'clock in the afternoon, make sure you eat breakfast. That does not mean pancakes and waffles <laughs> and eggs on top of it. That is not because by the time you get to, you're already at your level of body availability intake and it's not going to it doesn't know how to do anything more if you're already at your at the human being level of what your body's supposed to take for a caloric intake at that that point your body then just eats to eat because you're saying it's just we're supposed to do this yeah and you're just pushing your body into a a, a brain shutdown on, in the hippocampus that regulates your eating and drinking and it makes it confused Let, we'll put it that way it makes it very confused then you're going to feel terrible. So start the morning off with something very light, but calorically healthy, calorically dense in terms of um, water. So that means you don't have, um, you know, you don't start the day off with like corned beef hash, uh, pancakes, and, you know, right. something heavy. You started off with, um, I know people like oatmeal. So make sure it's not like the stuff that I won't name the brand, but the stuff that has the sugar in it, like yeah. the cinnamon oats, blah, blah, blah. Don't buy flavored. Right. Exactly. Do your so own flavor. Do your own, add some fruit to it, yeah. add a banana, um, have, you know, um, an egg or two, you know, those, cause protein, the more protein you eat, the more likely you're going to be healthier choices later in the day. Then at lunch, you know, have some soup, 
have a piece of chicken, have a piece, you know, people are like, Oh, I want to be hungry so much so I can eat everything later. And yeah, yeah you're going to do that. And then you're going to feel terrible. Right. <laughs> and then the next day your gastrointestines and everything else, it takes three to four days for it to reset. And people don't ever give themselves that chance because what do they do? They eat leftovers. They two hours after they eat dinner, they eat more yep. Then right up to bedtime. Then they get up in the middle of the night, some people and eat more. Right. Oh, what was that? I don't know what that was. That was beautiful. And then that was a beautiful sound. And then, <laughs> and then they get into the next day and the next day. And, and by, you know, whatever day it is, three days later, they have eaten all these leftovers, but this was matter. I want to shut down the system sounds in my system and it was already shut down. So I don't know oh. where that came from. Oh. Well, so, so I just want to make sure everything's okay. Cause no, you got this weird fine. face. Yep. So, um, <laughs> the, the three or four days later, after you've eaten all of, eating all of those things, when you look at your normal, like non-Thanksgiving time, right? If you're doing, like, if you're doing a potato chicken uh, and grilled chicken and broccoli today, you don't do a potato tomorrow. And so the downside of Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah meals and all these things is that people pack on the same exact foods every single day, which your body doesn't yeah. ever get a chance to release from. And like I said, talking turkey, they don't release the tryptophan to be able to get away from the amino acid that's in your gut microbiome that's the precursor to serotonin, which is making your mood change. So when you add all those things on top of each other, they're all trying to bind together and bond and make something happen, but they never get metabolized. They, your kidneys and liver and your pancreas never get a chance to get away from the stress of the amount of food that you've just put on top of you. And then that's why people dysregulate. That's why people get sad and down. Often people be like, oh, it's because I drank too much. No, well, maybe, but it's more that you yeah. ate too much junk and it's not junk as in Chex Mix. It's because you ate too much on top of too much on top of too much. So pregame the day of Thanksgiving, which is make sure you don't, you don't starve yourself before you sit down for the meal or before you no. go over to someone's house, because if there's hors d'oeuvres out, well, that's the thing. Dinner's going to be late. It's yep, always late. It's always and then late. They have these cured meats and cheeses and, and these appetizers. Not at my house. No, no. Right. Not at my house. I and no. then you have to have dinner because being polite, you have to eat some of the dinner and then you want dessert. So you, you're going to, run yourself into trouble. Well, the, and that, and, and it's the, and my focus today is on like, when I said talking Turkey, it's because you end up talking Turkey because it's an emotional push. It's such an emotional push and holidays are already emotional anyway. Why add in something that you can control to make it worse? Which yep. is what I was talking about last week. Cause we were talking about, you know, like families and triggers and like all these things that people come and yeah. you see people once or twice a year at these family events. And you're like, well, I'm going to eat and drink and stuff go watch football. But it's really important to know that you have control over like the food. And if you have control over the food, you'll be less likely to be emotionally, you know? Yep. And then you also won't finish the meal and be exhausted and passed out on the couch or on the floor rolling around like an Oompa Loompa. John just brought it up again, but you brought up earlier. Water is, yeah. a, is a great tool for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. Keeping water with you, drinking water all the time is a great tool. Always, always, always. And if, and if you can get people, if you can get people, this is very hard and it's a, it's sort of a preaching thing, but if you can get people to go outside, <laughs> right. Go I know. Outside. Well, for you, well, so where you are, it's lovely. Cause if I lived up where you are, I'd be like, let's go out on the beach. Yeah. Cause you're right on the beach. Yep. But if you can get people to go outside and do like a small walk or, you know, up and down the street and, you know, 
it depends on the time of day or whatever, or go outside if it's a nice day and just like do something active outside during the day with you or get some sun. Get sun some, is so if, important. If, if yeah. it's, if it's sunny, right. Yeah. But even if it's daytime and you're get outside, put the fire, put a fire on outside, get outside, make sure that, you know, so that you have movement so that people aren't just sitting around the quintessential graze table of junk, which yeah. is why when you come to my house, there's none. Uh, Cause I've learned my lesson. You and I to, growing up probably do that. said the same thing. It's like, yeah. there's always the football game on Thanksgiving. Yeah, always. The family's out there throwing a football around. Always. Yeah. Always football game going on outside, inside. Well, and there was always something. There was always something. There was activities. There was no sitting like throughout. And, and I had 20, 30 people at, at any given time at a, at a Christmas or a Thanksgiving event. So there was no just sitting ever. Yep. Like you don't sit around and just eat and then like play a game. You actually get up, you move, you're in between. There's no, you know, if you're watching the game, you're not sitting plopped down on the couch with a bag of chips and salsa. You're actually up, you're moving, you know, that's why I've told you TVs all over the yep. house, you know, so you can see it. Um, good morning. Joanne has joined us. Wow. I can't read a thing that she says. Uh, very good advice. I always tend to make enough to feed an army so we can enjoy the leftovers and I take a break and I can take a break from cooking. Lesson learned. Thank you, Dr. Lennon. Oh, well, there you go. There's nothing wrong with having no. the leftovers. You're very welcome, Joanne. But there's nothing wrong with having the leftovers. It's a matter of like being mindful of what that does. So it's like if you're going to have leftovers, you know. Turkey sandwiches for four days is not a good Turkey sandwiches for four days is not a good thing. Yeah. And it's not because the turkey's not good for you. And it's not because, good morning, Mary. Um, It's not because the turkey's not good for you, whatever. You're First of all, the bread no to the yeah. go. So I'm always about don't bother with bread. If you want leftovers, do turkey with like this. Oh, here we go. String bean casserole is not healthy for you. <laughs> I'm just telling you the string bean casserole. That's that traditional thing that people make, which by the way, I, you know, I hate, um, it's not good for you because it's the way it's made traditionally, right? It's made with a, I won't do the brands, but it's made with a condensed can of, uh cream of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Some people do it with cream of chicken. Some people do yeah. it with cream, right? It's made with that. And then it's tons of salt, tons of sugar, tons of byproducts, tons of processed stuff on top because people don't like vegetables apparently and can't eat them like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then people then put, you know, fried onions on top and bake it and sometimes add cheese. This is not a healthy thing because you might as well, I mean, why bother? Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's a, such a waste product of, of food. And I know people are like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, but it will make you feel bad. And you add it with mashed potatoes. Now I make this these party mashed potatoes that I've been making since I was a kid, you know, with my family. They're loaded with junk. I mean, I make them as healthy as I can. <laughs> so they have sour cream and whipped cream, not whipped cream, sour cream and cream cheese and yeah. butter and chives and, you know, you know and cheese cheese and so i do everything no fat low fat yeah <laughs> and it, at Still, the end of the day they're yeah. delicious and they're gone i don't ever have leftovers of the party potatoes because i make like a 10 pound bag of like this vast tray and they're all gone so those are never left over because they but they are they're loaded with high stuff and they'll make you feel a lot um same thing with the stuffing i do the loaded stuffing and so what did she say my favorite, your favorite, your favorite holiday dish of your all-time favorite. Did she call me Dr. Landon? She did, but she corrected it. <laughs> I can see that. I can't see anything else, but I can see she's <laughs> bought my name wrong. Thanks, Kate. Um, yes, um, Kate. Auto-correct. 
<laughs> claiming audio, audio yeah, correct. Yeah. Fine. Um, but so it's it's the it's what you're eating on a day to day. So if you have you wouldn't normally eat like that. Your body can't process it. So here, let's take away Thanksgiving. If you have a potato today, you don't have a potato tomorrow. Yeah. Your body takes a full 24, 36, sometimes 72 hours to process the carb that you had, the protein that you had, whatever it is. We focus on carbs more just because they're harder for the body to process. But it takes that long for it to rotate out. And you've got so a worse reputation. So you yeah. don't want to have the same foods every single day in that mode. Vegetables are different, like steamed broccoli, real salad, not that other thing, right? Real salads, real carrots, things that aren't loaded with like sauces and butters and all these things. All those things you can keep having every single day. But when it comes to like, if you're having steak every day, your body can't process it the same way. Turkey every day, not the same. Bread, if you're having bread every day, you're doing such a disservice to your mental health because it's not just your body. Your mental health can't process because it creates amount of cortisol in your body out of your pancreas. It makes you stressed out to try to process all that food hmm. and the, and the sugars in it that when you eat like processed bread, different a little bit for homemade bread, but if you're eating like the loaf of bread that they put on the table and it's draped in butter and garlic, yummy. Yes. But if you're doing that and then you're adding a turkey sandwich to that every day, and all that, your body's in hell going, I can't function. And it makes you, you'll see a lot of people over the following weekend after Thanksgiving, people are in bad moods. People are usually irritated yep. and they'll blame it on Christmas shopping. They'll blame it but it's, it's, I was gonna guess it's it, a lot of the stuff. It has to do with what they ate on Christmas, on Christmas, on Thanksgiving. I was going to guess at the mechanism of that, but you just laid it out because obviously with all this eating, you're stressing your regulatory system. Yes. And what that does is produce cortisol. That was, right. that was, I was going to, I wasn't going to guess at that, but that's the answer, right? It is. I, it's just producing very cortisol. Good. You are so smart, Lou. Yeah. Follow me around for 24 hours. Just <laughs> well, but yes, so that's the thing is. So stressing your regulatory system right. produces cortisol. Cortisol is just bad. Right. So, well, you're, if you're over, cortisol is not bad, but to, but it is when it goes to the extent of if you're eating in excess like this, these holidays produce, your body goes into dysregulation and your cortisol level, which is your stress hormone, gets dumped from the pancreas or gets stored and it goes, it runs haywire mm -hmm. in your brain because it talks to your brain. So it's the microbiome gut talking to the brain and brain back to the microbiome. And what it does is it, it dysregulates your mood regulator, which is a serotonin tryptophan, right? Mm -hmm. And it dysregulates your GABA, which is your anxiety. And that has to do with the cortisol because it's stress related and it cannot get so it goes into your emotional center of your brain, which is the regulation of your, there's three pieces. Here we go on education. Now here's my, here's my professor, my, your amygdala mm -hmm. regulates agitation, fight and flight, air, you know, anger, frustration, right? Then you have your other one, your hippocampus, which is thirst and sex drive and temperature regulation and hunger. So now you've got, okay, you've loaded it up. Now you're like going through withdrawal because you need more because you've had so much carb, you've had so much, you know, sugar, all sugars, right? Yep. So it wants more. And then you've got your hypothalamus and your, and your, I'm sorry, your hippocampus is not the regulator. I just mess, I just mess it up. Your hippocampus is your memory, your, your learning center. 
your hypothalamus is the regulator for all those things. Yep. So your hypothalamus, which is your food switch and all those, those multiple things, switch, not your hippocampus, they talk back and forth to each other emotionally. When your cortisol is going haywire in your body, it's jumping around. So please, please take my correction. It's the hypothalamus that's the regulator yep. for the on-off switch for all those things. Um, and the hippocampus is just the, the backside of the emotional regulator. But you have all that stuff in your body and the cortisol just dysregulates. And here you go, Black Friday shopping. Yep. You're irritated with people in the mall. You're irritated at prices. You're irritated at your kids. You're irritated at your parents. You're, you're irritated, irritated at Dunkin' Donuts. You're irritated. Well, that's because of people in the line. <laughs> right? But... It's so when people just kind of say it's just because of the people around you. No, you actually have to know that if you back up your history of what you're doing, where you have control, it's probably heavily related on how good you feel about yourself. If you feel really good or pretty good about yourself physically and you haven't overstuffed yourself yep. and you haven't had 70,000 calories that your body can't process, you're not going to have that experience in those situations and you're not going to keep seeking out to eat and eat and eat. So from Thanksgiving to New Year's, not only is it a high suicide risk time, which I said last week, it's also a time when people gain their 10 pounds that then they try yeah. to work off in the, for the summer. But by the time they hit New Year's and they make their resolutions, which we'll get into in a few weeks, they've added another five pounds. So you usually get like a 15 pound shift somewhere in between there, between now and February, March for a lot of people. And it's because it starts now. And it starts on Thanksgiving week or right around now because people are just overindulged. It's Thanksgiving. It's always a reason. Any day that ends in Y, I can eat crap, <laughs> right? Well, they think it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. It's What's a holiday. I'm going to go uh, to 2,500 calories when you're, you're going to 16,000 16, calories. Well, right. Yeah. And, and so if you do your math, if you really do your math and you look at it, and this isn't about calorie counting and calorie yeah. restricting, it's about really look at how much you're eating. If you eat six to 10 ounces of turkey, you've got oh you've got five six hundred calories because turkey is a heavier calorie meat right good meat for you but still then you add in a cup which is what most people have like a serving cup of potatoes a serving cup of of stuffing or more you add gravy mm. and gravy is just a disaster right and then you because it's loaded with butter and fat and salt and especially if you use those packet mixes and kitchen bouquet yep. Somebody I know does that, um, right? And and you're not doing it clean. And then you add in, you know, the traditional um, string bean casserole. Oh God! And you and then you add in bread. Yeah. And then you add in, um, say, like sweet potatoes that people make with the sugar, which I don't make. And you add in, like, say, you know, there's like ten items on the table, right? Then that's just the dinner. Right there alone at dinner, you're at maybe thirty five hundred to four thousand calories. On, yeah. a, on a good day, just alone. Yeah, That's not what you ate beforehand, which is 10 or 15 crackers mm. and cheese. There's another yep. six, 700 calories, potentially. Um, dip, another 100 calories, like, right? Four or five shrimp, there's another 100 calories. Um, now you're on your third or fourth glass of wine, there's 360 calories. Um, beer, you're same. Mm -hmm. Mixed drinks, now it's higher, right? Vodka tonic, Manhattan, all those things, right? So now we're at seven, eight, nine thousand calories. Now we back over to dessert. We haven't hit dessert yet, so now we have to have dessert. Wow. So you have yeah. a piece of you have a piece of cheesecake factory cheesecake. You're at five hundred calories a slice, a slice. Yeah. 
and we don't have one. We have that. We have ice cream, which you're add another 200 calories. You add, right? Yep. All sugar. And you're easily at 10,000 calories. Yep. And the that's just dinner. Are, the calories Ugh. are stunning. But if you start taking in your salt intake, your sugar intake. Yeah. yeah you're off. Yeah. So I, I just broke it down yeah. to the calories. Now, if you break it down to how much protein, um, protein, sugar, fat, salt you have in that. And it's not all like the clean and it's all like got all the other additives in it. Your body's rocking and rolling because yep. when you add salt in your body, it bloats you. It makes you want to have more, which is why water's so important. Drink lots of water because it helps flush you, right? Yep. And it also helps fill you up so you don't eat yep. as much. That's why you front load it and you pregame with it. Um, the sugar makes you want more sugar. So when you eat anything that's carb related, it will make you want more carbs later. So the more potatoes, the more bread and the more stuffing and anything that has those pieces in it, it pushes your sugar in your brain more, talks to your gut and says, Ooh, makes your cortisol dump because it goes into stress mode because it's so addictive so quickly that it goes into withdrawal. So it wants more, which is why you go back to the refrigerator for those things in two or three hours. And then you have your, your turkey or your chicken or whatever you've made. And that right there is your serotonin, your mood regulator. And it's going, Oh wait, I need more. I need more. I need more. I need more. And so then what did he, what did Bruce say? <laughs> Bourbon pecan pie. Yes. That's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's totally fine. Bourbon pecan pie on average is about 400 calories a slice Yeah, and it's all sugar, right? Cause pecan pie is sugar. I didn't even know this thing exists. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, Bruce, I'm with you. Bourbon pecan pie is like the bomb. It's yep. so good, right? But it's like 400 calories a slice. And we're talking mm -hmm. a thin, like a thin slice, not yep. like one of the ginormous slices. Yep. So um, so you just have to know. So it's not about calorie counting. It's what the calories are doing to you. And it's what the food product is doing to you. So pecan pie is great. Pecan pie is all sugar. It's made, that's, it's a gelatinous sugar. Yeah. <laughs> One of my lovely friends up in New Hampshire at our favorite spot, the place that you won't go to, that I try to get yes, you to go to, that you refuse to go to. I don't refuse. You refuse. Yeah. I've been trying to get you to go over there for five years. I know. She, the owner's, the owner's mom, who, well, she's the it's owner. It's not a too. unilateral decision. You understand this. Right? Whatever. Yeah. Janet, if you're listening, you need to go to where <laughs> Lou refuses to go to. I don't refuse to go. So she makes, she makes sugar pie. And it is the sugar best. pie, sugar pie. Okay. It's kind of the old takeoff. If you've ever back in the depression, they made water pie, water pie, water pie is, su is sugar, right? It's got, a, it's a sugar cross with a sugar filling with a sugar, <laughs> but it's sugar. but it is so good. But it literally follow must... that up with a rum. You're good. You're good. And, we, and a bourbon. <laughs> there you go. But it's all, so it's that combo pack and it's really about, I mean, I don't really care, you know, you want to eat all whatever, just be aware that it's going to make you feel crappy. Yep. So when people often look at me in my office the following week, which I won't hear anybody this week because I won't be there, <laughs> but usually the week after I'll hear people be like, I just don't feel good. <clears throat> and we'll, I'll spend my entire week with 60 people talking about this yeah. because, yep. and they're like, oh, I didn't realize. I'm like, how many days in a row did you have? Blah, blah, blah. Like we go through the exact, you know, macerations of this whole thing. Of, and then they go, oh, I'm not doing that then at Christmas. I'm like, right. And then they'll come back after Christmas and be like, I feel so much better. I'm like, right. Because you did it in this way instead. People have a lot of these principles, but they don't have how food affects mood. Right. They, they don't, you, we haven't got that. Right. Because people still, unfortunately, and this amazes me, people are still of the mind that the body and the mind don't talk. But 
you cannot function here without this and this without this. It, they talk to each other all the time. And everything you put in your body, whether it's water, sugar, salt, any food, smoking, drinking, um, ketamine, MDMA, whatever, mushroom, whatever, yep. it changes you. And it's, you know, it, it, whatever it is, doesn't matter. It's whatever goes in your body is changing you. You have to know what it's doing. You are what you eat. I mean, exactly. it's cliche it, it, for it, a reason. Right. And it's yeah. because it's always been those, those kind of cliche quotes have always been linked to fat. Yep. You are what you eat. So you're fat, right? You eat fat, you eat crap, you're going to be fat. And, and that's not what it is. It's you are what you eat. You are what you put in your body. If you want something that looks better on the outside, you're not like my post yesterday. Yep right? It's the American diet gives you American diseases. Yeah. Because we have a high, we're obese, we're diabetes, we're heart disease, young, we're at 16, 17, 18 years old, having strokes, having cardiovascular issues, yeah. having clogged arteries because people are eating like that. And it's, it's about doing important, important things about your emotional well-being. Do I really want to know what she said? She's, she said bye to me, so that was nice. Uh, I'm about to dissect a sheep heart in biomedical science. I've never been so excited for something in my life. <laughs> Have a good rest of your show. Oh, my God. Stay well. Love the enthusiasm, right? Yeah, she's a junior in high school. She's having a good time. She's doing very well. I'm so glad she's never off been so excited for anything in my life. I know. Yeah. She really is, actually. No, this is like she's been so excited. She talks a mile a minute when she it's talks good. about it. Um, <laughs> like I said, you like the enthusiasm, I know, right? Right? especially when it comes to education. I know. So um, let's yes. get let's get on some of the what can you look for that can kind of save you on Thanksgiving, especially on that table before the meal, or so know. that's so if you eat your breakfast and your lunch before you go, yeah. and you have water, and you bring like or you have water with like a flavor in it, you know that's like naturally flavored or something like that, and you keep that with you, yeah. you will be less likely to pick at the table that has the stuff yeah. on it. And make a plan with yourself. You have to actively go in saying, I'm not going to eat before dinner. I'm going to only eat dinner. I'm not, even if it's out there. So stay away from the room that well, it's in. Well, usually they have veggies. Yeah, if but you then stay they away have, from the, you stay away from the ranch veggie, dressing. They have the veggies with the dressing. Yeah. And it's never, it's never. Just grab the veggies. If yeah. So the replacement for that, if people are looking for replacements, hummus. Yeah. Put a hummus out. Put any hummus out, any brand for the most part that I've come across is pretty good, pretty healthy, not loaded. But, you know, you get people like eh, hummus. Well, you know what? Hummus is protein. It's going to fill you up in a different way and it's not going to have as much calories and it's going to burn faster. Olive oil is not bad for you, right? Olive oil is not, olive oil, olive yeah. not bad for you, but you have to you have to be mindful like you yeah. can't like take a bath in it, you know, right. because, yeah. you know, um, but most things people, I mean, most, I, I don't know if most people cook with it. I don't, everybody I know cooks with olive oil or coconut oil or avocado oil mm -hmm. stick. Don't go towards vegetable oil. That's right. this is, ugh, not good for you, but stick to those higher end, good, more expensive, unfortunately, good oils. Like, you know, you can nuts with a limit. Walnuts, uh, um, sometimes well, they have peanuts out. So walnuts and peanut, all those filler foods, although they're protein, they're high in fat, they will fill you up yeah. and they're high in salt. They'll make you more hungry. So they'll fill you up. But and oftentimes still... they are salted. Right. And yeah. so they'll they'll yeah. fill you up. They're high in protein, high in calorie, and they'll also make you hungry Oh, because of the salt. Yeah. Right. So 
a handful, so a handful of almonds, right, you know, it, that are unsalted are usually around 210 calories, a handful. So yeah. that's like 20, 15 to 20. If you're having like nut after nut, you're having cashew. Right. Cashews are one of the highest fat and macadamia nuts, yum, right? Mm. All the yummies. You have a whole thing of that. You're, you, you're rocking and rolling a lot of salt and then a lot of fat. Yep. And although they're fun foods and they're great, if you really make a commitment that if that's what you're going to eat, you have that. Don't then graze on the other. Don't have the pepperoni and the cheese and the crackers. Like decide what you're going I mean, you don't do multiple eat. handfuls of nuts. I mean, everyone knows people that. People do. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is people do. And then the bowl gets refilled. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like when people, I like to have people work for their food. <laughs> so like at Christmas, yeah. at Christmas, for instance, I'll put out a thing of walnuts. I haven't done this in a while. I used to do walnuts and chestnuts. I, I learned this many years ago from, um, from an old friend, I'll just put it that way. And she used to put it out at her Christmas. And if you wanted nuts, you had to crack them and peel them and get them out. And it took you work. So you yep. were less likely to eat tons because she did that on purpose because she was of my mind of like, hey, it's fresh. It's And she would roast them and do the whole thing. And, and people love them. And it's like, so you have the cracker and you did the, the whole thing. And it was like fun. But that's a huge part of solid eating is the mindfulness of it foods right. that make you mindful right. of your eating like for example if i want a snack i'll always do an apple because it usually involves cutting it up and you know just that extra so you're not just munching it oh, you you're know? finding you cut your apples up yes oh you are so cute just to add just to add that that little activity that makes it mindful well, because i eat fast i'm a fast eater oh good to know yeah what? Well, I don't. I don't know if a lot of people. But I'm do. one of those people who wolf meals down, oh. so I've got to slow down. Well, yeah. Okay. So, ooh, good point. Yeah. The faster you eat, the more you'll eat. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. Well, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. And then the faster you eat, also the more gas you build, the more you'll build that bubble, and the more you'll feel like you need to eat more or drink more, and then you're more likely to eat more because you have done that, and you yeah. have like this air built up in your body, and then. So you should, it should take you, we didn't, I told you this, right? We did an experiment no, two years ago, so. maybe a year ago. I can't remember which, it was a Thanksgiving. And I challenged everybody at the table that they couldn't get off the table for a second plate of food for 20 minutes. Yeah. It was really hard for some people. <laughs> I have to say that I have, I, and I think I did talk about him. So I'm, yeah, he's not listening. Well, he might be listening. Was Cameron on? Cam was on. Oh, I don't know okay. he's well, on, he's supposed to be in class too. So yeah. Um, but he, he was sitting across the table and he was doing this, <laughs> right? And I think he made it seven minutes and I'm like, you got 13 more minutes or whatever it yeah. was. And he was like, he made a really smart, you know, Alec remark or yeah. two and was like, I can't help it. I gotta get up. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he was up and I was like, all right. You know, that's important too, because everyone kind of knows the, the real basic of this, but your mind doesn't know you're full. Well, because of the minutes. fast you eat, yeah. you're, you're hypothalamus the one that i wanted to say yeah. doesn't know to shut off to say you're full because yeah. it's it, it takes 20 minutes for it to catch up at least yeah. roughly so if you've crammed in all this a pound of food into your body in seven or eight minutes or less which people do yeah. um your your body hasn't had time to regulate so you go back for more you fill the plate back up you eat it in the 20 minute range now oh she's back <laughs> and <laughs> And now you're, you've, now you're really stuffed and you're like, oh, 
And it's because you're stuffed, but you also you're now your emotional regulation is off because yep. now you're that those three areas, your amygdala, your hippocampus and your hypothalamus are going, wait a second, what is going on? Yep. And so now you feel crappy. So cortisol dump. And so cortisol dump to yep. make you feel okay. But then you feel tired because then it's the tryptophan kicks in. So you, you have to, you have to know mindfully that you've now just put your body into a full spin. Not sure this. What? No, Mary's referring to. I know. Something's what? hysterical. I don't know. I don't, okay. Be Kate and Cam. I don't know. Yeah. What did Kate say? I'm still working on Just bourbon pecan pie. Just to clarify, I have the same last name, but I lasted those 20 minutes with these. She did. Yeah. She did last. She does have, but Cameron did not, Kate. <laughs> Neither did Abby. Um, but most people don't, right? So that's. It's tough. And that's, and it's very hard. And so I acknowledge that it's hard because most people don't go into the holidays eating uh, with mindfulness because it's the holiday. They make it as, but it's the holiday. It's the yes, but yes, but yeah. it's the holiday. Yes, but it's okay because it's Christmas. Yes, because it's, you know, it's one time a year, but it's not one time a year. <laughs> but that's why I like this show and last year's show, because everyone can go, like I said, it's it's a holiday. I'll do twenty five hundred calories, but you're not. You're doing ten thousand. Right, and, and that's the thing. I don't think people Mary realize she was that. talking to Kate yeah. that that's hysterical. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing is okay. So lots of mindful pieces here, right? That's a big mindful piece. You're not eating twenty five hundred calories, which you, which by the way, you should be eating less than that. But yeah. um, you're eating ten thousand, and yeah. whatever you've eaten the remainder of the day or more. So do your math. This is what blew people's minds That's last year. It's literally a week or it's damn close to a it's, week right, of calories. Of, of calories. Yeah. Right. And so $3,500, $3,500, <laughs> 3,500 calories yep. makes a pound. In order to lose yep. the pound, you have to be in a 500 calorie deficit off of the 1,200 or the 1,800 you're eating normal, if you're eating that much, a day to lose the pound. So if you've just packed on 10,000 calories or more over two or three days, which is what people do, yep. you've just gained three, four, five pounds over a weekend yep. or over, right? And then you've got yep. the remaining month. Now you're grazing because then it's eggnog and more cakes and people bring stuff into work and you're eating. Ah, now you're not being mindful. Yep. And then you wonder why you hit January 1st and you go, I have to make a New Year's resolution to lose weight because you feel so down. Mary says, I think of calories as dollars. I kind of, my financial this approach, my financial approach, my caloric approach are kind of the same. Like I, I do a lot of trade-offs all the time. Mm -hmm. I'll look at something and I go, well, I could have that or I could have something I want more. You right. Know, so I'm not wasting the calories on that. Right. Don't. Right. And this kind of, I think it's a great way to think of it. Like, don't, yeah. it, do you want to waste your money? Yeah. Do you want to waste your money on this or do you want to have it on that? Like, which is more valuable The girls to you? get these pizzas that I don't like and I said, I'm going to have pizza. I'm going to like it. I'm not going to spend See, those calories on something that I you know, don't And like. that's the thing. So great example. And Michelle, you know, Michelle that comes on the show sometimes, she and I have this thing about pizza, ice cream, and donuts. Yeah. If you're going to eat and you're going to have the calories, it has to be, it can't be like, this will date me. It can't be the Pinto of pizzas. <laughs> that's right. It has to be no, yeah, right. the Lamborghini of pizzas. You're not going to waste the money on a Pinto. You're going to waste the money on yeah. The Lamborghini. You're going to spend it where it counts, where it really means that, where it's high end, where it feels good. Don't waste it on junk. Like if I want a donut, I'm not need, I'm not going to eat a processed ho-ho <laughs> from Hostess. I'm going to eat, stop, stop in the face. No. I'm going to eat like a really good donut, like from like a, a once in a great while, I'll have like an apple fritter. And then afterwards I suffer, right? But I'll have an apple fritter 
that's to die for because I yep. heat it up. It's from this place down the street that's yep. amazing, and they're homemade. But I'm not gonna go to. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go to Duncan. No offense to Duncan. I'm no, I have a donut from Duncan. Blech. No, you go to an orchard and get a you know side of donut yes. one, once a year in the fall. You yes, know, you know which I did. It, I did have right. my. Yeah. I had my one one cider donut but now it's currency for me i negotiate right. all the time with myself over something and i think it's such a great last way. night it was pulled pork and they're doing Ugh. rolls and i'm going i'm not having that roll i'll get no enjoyment out of that roll and, and i'm gonna if you realize right i'm not a big pulled pork fan but yeah. john loves it but um if you realize that if you love pulled pork or jerked pork right you could eat a huge amount of it way more like double or triple the amount and still feel amazing if you don't put the bread with it yep, and have more of that than just have it with the bread. People are like, right. but you have to put bread with it. No, you don't. You can have rice. You can have vegetable on the side, but you can put over rice. It's great. Make a little coleslaw, but I make, oh, it, my, but make it myself and pull, cold, pull right. the, the sauce part of it. Perfect. Really thin. Perfect. Yeah. And that's, and that's amazing. Right. Yeah. So, um, and it's just it, you're I, people throw I that bread in, they throw the roll in so consistently and it's like you don't because it's, need it's it habit it's yeah. habit to do bread and the bread if if you could take anything out of your 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 holiday diet this year now i'm not talking dieting but your holiday diet get bread out yeah take bread off the table don't put it there it's filler it's a waste of time and it's a cortisol dumper it's just it's just a sugar dumper. It it stresses the body. The body can't process it. it. You don't have to be gluten sensitive. It's literally just so full of processed junk these days. It's a, and people love bread. I mean, and I tell people, unless you're making your bread yourself, you know exactly where your dough is coming from. You're knowing what flour you're using. You're doing. Don't bother with bread because you're wasting your time. I'm Italian. Bread's part of everything. I but, understand. You know, you got to kind of. I know. It's just, know. It not, just. It's not worth the trade off. You know, you literally have to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. No bread. But no, take, I don't eat. I don't. No, I'm, but right. But if you take all. that, if yeah. you take bread out of the equation, it changes the dynamic at a table at the holidays oh, because yeah. people pregame with bread. Yep. They put it on their plate. They're hung. They're hungry, waiting for their dinner to come, and they eat bread. Yep. Big mistake. That's why I hate it when people at restaurants say, "Would you like a basket of bread?" I'm like, "No." Uh, and the whole table I'm with is just like, oh, I want bread. My like, they, they give you that basket of bread with the dip, and it's like you just you could just go nuts if you wanted to. But I can absolutely say that everybody at this that knows me that's on this that knows me and has been out to dinner with me, I'm the bread death to bread because <laughs> it's a waste of time because you're you're just fill, you're you're filling your face with. Wait a second, do you? Do you pass on bread or do you oh, just pass. deny it to everybody at the table? I, I mean, I deny it to everyone. I'm like the Nazi <laughs> okay, of bread. See, I'm the bread Nazi. That's not I great. didn't want to say it, but yeah. well, and then I, yeah. I'm like, fine. And then I, but then I get crazy about it because then there's certain people that will just keep putting it in their mouth. And then I take the basket away and I'm yeah. like, you're done. And I move it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't take it anymore Ugh, because I know what it's doing. And I'm like, and I I'm would not. appreciate it because I need support because if that bread's there, I'll eat it. <laughs> see, I, I, just, I, I stay away from stuff that I don't want to eat. I just, I don't have it but, in the house. So here's the thing yeah. though. Here's the emotional mental piece of this. This is the health and wellness portion of this. Why knowingly put something in front of you when you know it's going to be a problem? You Why don't. do that? You don't. Why do that? It's just too tempting. Right. Yeah. So if you know you can't resist, why would you put that there? Yeah. Why, why fill it? You know? And it's just, it's just so, it's such an easy 
hard, easy fix to not have it in front of you. It's easy to say no. No is a full sentence with a period. <laughs> Would you like bread at the table? No, thank you. And then usually when I, I speak for everybody, everyone looks at me like, <laughs> I get the look and I don't care yep. that everyone's giving me the laser eyes. I'm yep. like, I don't care. Yeah. And then John, who's, you know, the stick thin, skinny as a rail person at the table, always is like, I'll have bread. I'm like, oh, you're killing me, dude. <laughs> right? Because, you know, because you've seen John, yeah. right? You know, he's, he's, he works out, he's jacked. John apparently he looks, can handle it. And, and he's the only person that I know in my personal life that really can sit and eat bread without, like, looking like a blood ball. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> and we all hate him. Yeah. He looks at food, he loses five pounds. I look at it, I gain yeah. 10. <laughs> We hate those people. Right? Sorry, John. <laughs> exactly. He can sit down and eat a whole pie. He eats a whole pie, an entire apple pie at Thanksgiving. He can eat more food than I've ever seen anyone. And still, he's he's the anomaly on the board. Everything I said today about yep. for, it applies to the world, except for him. <laughs> makes me crazy. Yep. It makes me crazy. I'd have to run 17 miles just to be able to eat half the calories he eats but that's an important point where you have guys like him who are rock stars with metabolism right there are people who don't have that type of metabolism it's even worse in some area in some parts of the food pie and some you know say so be know what hits you and you know what hits you hard and what doesn't too. right that's an important part of it right exactly and and i think that if you know what hits you and what doesn't that's important and i know like bread doesn't and that's the thing so so thanksgiving this year for mental stability so that you don't kill your family members. <laughs> think about what you're eating. Think about what you're drinking, right? Think about what you do prior. Um, think about what you're doing the day after and the day after. Don't repeat. Don't keep adding and stacking, right? Try to really be mindful of yep. what you're doing. Eliminate one or two products out of your menu for you. You don't have to do it for other people, but, you know, eliminate it for yourself, you know? Bread's the easiest one, I think, to take off the yeah. table, literally, because you just don't put it out there. Bread and rolls, right? Which is always hard because people yeah. love them, but, you know, 110 calories a piece. The yeah. King's Hawaiian rolls, no. they're delicious, I but yeah. you eat four of them, now you're at 400 calories. Yep. And it's all junk, but it tastes really good. <laughs> and I'm like, I, that is one bread I will eat. If it's out, I'm like, Ugh. Because they're so yummy. Because at the end of the marathon, hey, I'm going to circle this back around. At the end of every Boston Marathon, one of the things in the goodie bag that I will eat, because after a marathon, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, don't. I like my iced tea, my Diet Coke, and they give you in the goodie bag a whole bunch of stuff, but they give you King's Hawaiian Rolls at the Boston Marathon. Oh. They won't give me a medal, but they'll give me King's Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> okay. And it's a fair trade. All right. And last year, I think I ate a whole package of them. But I also John's burned... eating Pillsbury biscuits. Is this what? This what yeah. Oh, yeah. He loves Pil Pillsbury biscuits. Yeah. Uh -huh. Those are so bad for you. I know. Uh -huh. they're, but they're good. I understand, but they're yeah. not good for you. They, nah, they will make your serotonin in your gut go yep. and make you feel like crap. And especially when you take the little layers and you put the butter in between them. <laughs> 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 because you can do that like an accordion. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Your biscuit that was 150 calories is now 7,000. <laughs> Loaded in butter. Okay. Loaded up. Anyway, um, so um, so that's my thought. for. What do you think, Lou? What do you think about like the whole mental health issue around eating all this stuff? Again, I think it's important for people to be aware that eating affects your mood. And I think it's yeah. important to be mindful about your eating because, again, what I've loved about these shows the past two years is that number of right. the amount of calories you can put down Thanksgiving because 
people think they're just splurging a little, but it's criminal. That it, that, that amount of calories is just the emotional. It turns cost. me off in a major way. That's why that's why I bring this up for this show every year. Is it's it's not about the food per se. It's the emotional cost that mm -hmm. it's costing you. It contributes to your anxiety. It contributes to your family dynamics. It contributes to fights. It contributes to sadness. It contributes to dysregulation. It makes you eat more. It like it contributes to all of that. But how many people are doing this on a daily basis, oh, eating stuff that puts lot. them in moods? A lot. And they're not but this not aware of the connection. Well, right. So this is a time to highlight it. Yeah. That well, here's right. where it's like the excess queen and king of all excess right these holidays but how many people are doing it oh my god people do it all the time it's uh, all the time and and so you know and then people want and people do wonder i get this all the time in my office why do i feel like this and i always ask what'd you eat today yeah i go right there whereas i think other doctors i've been told by my clients that have had other doctors they're like they never talked to me about this right they just say, oh, okay, well, we'll give you this script for it. No. And we didn't even get we... into food and sleep. Right. Uh, yes. Uh, that's a, can... Which a whole nother chapter. Right. But that's okay. Because you know why? We've got six more weeks of gorging <laughs> ourselves on food before yep. we hit no, uh, first of the year. So um, can you believe that? We're almost at the end of 2020. So what do you think? Ramen noodles at 1130? What's oh, it? <laughs> yeah. John has a whole package of them on the floor in the piano room right now. A, a real, whole, a whole box. Noodles? A wow. box of them ramen noodles eats like my 18 year old uh, mm. bonus daughter right i i'm not sure i haven't seen exactly what he does with them i know he makes different dishes when i'm not there with them <laughs> i just know half the box is gone yeah. and i know i haven't had any of them because the ramen noodles themselves are like fine it's the packet of junk that's inside of them what is it oh ron oh gross ramen tuna and egg that is so disgusting i'm so glad i'm at home when that occurs Blech can't don't well, ramen and egg is pretty common but you, no you don't understand what you don't understand how this looks okay home. it's so gross trust me tuna's it's, good for you though uh-huh you don't understand <laughs> it's for another time another show yep. um but but what i was going to say is you have everybody can now hopefully think from this show yeah it's emotional it's an emotional non-starter essentially so be mindful that you know, what are you doing in your daily? And then what are you doing on your holiday? Because it's going to change you and your dynamic. And Mary's right. Negotiate about your food. Learn to negotiate about your food. Yes. Pass on some things to get something later or something. Just it's it's a it's a it's an equation. Oh, she likes ramen, egg and peas. There we go. That's fine. Oh, there. That's all. Well, that I can handle that. I could do that. If you eat big, you got to work yeah. big. That's all. Yes, John. And oh, and John is correct. Just so you know, he did eat a whole entire 12 pack of Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> hey, look, the entire thing. He's doing fine. I know. So I know I'm never there. I'm always at work. So. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. What? He wouldn't do that in front of you. Oh, no. No. He doesn't. I don't see. I see the food come in and out of the house or I bring it in because I get it for him. I don't see him eat it. He doesn't eat it in front of me. I feel bad having tea in front of you because you don't like my tea. That's because your tea is disgusting. <laughs> your tea is so gross. <laughs> but it's not judging. It's just, it's gross. Yeah. It's just objectively People gross. have different tastes. You understand that, I right? I do. Yeah. I don't like chocolate and mint either. Blech. Yeah. Oh, well, see, that's just wrong. I like chocolate and I like yeah. mint. You put them together. Nope. 
I'm out. But listen, you do you. What did John's got my six. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So you guys, everybody have a fantastic Thanksgiving. I will not be here live next week. I will be away. Um, please certainly listen uh, to my repeat show. You could even repeat this. Who knows? I don't know which one you're going to put up, but, you know. It would be a good repeat This show. would be a good repeat yep. show. Um, and also, uh, please, please, please go buy a $100 square for me for my 10th running of the Boston Marathon so you'll be on the Super Bowl square. And you can win some really cool like giveaways. Bruce says happy Thanksgiving before we exit. Thank you, Bruce. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Love you all. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you in a week and a half.